Chapter 1 Understanding Narkish In my mid-twenties, I contemplated learning multiple foreign languages. I envisioned dabbling in French to successfully make my way around Paris, or Irish Gaelic to explore the rich history of Ireland, along with my deep ancestral roots in that country. My daydreams about learning new languages always went hand-in-hand with the imagery of world travel. The thought of exploring exotic and old-world places far away from home intrigued me. My mind summoned several foreign adventures, but never did I think I would need to learn a foreign language to navigate my own life. In 2008, I heard the words, Narcissistic Personality Disorder, NPD, to describe my then-husband, Seth. It took a couple of years for the reality of those three little words to really sink in. Looking back, the red flags had been waving in the wind since our very first date. Those flags grew taller and more vibrant in color during our marriage. As it turns out, those same red flags that had been lining my path for years were dipped in a highly flammable mixture of kerosene. I realized the danger only when they exploded near the end of my marriage. Like any unexpected explosion, I was unprepared and left nursing deep, emotional, third-degree burns. During our marriage, Seth recalled a childhood that would leave most green with envy. He was the most popular student in his Catholic school and the captain of every sports team. He was a surfer who had grown up on the beach, and all the girls adored him. If we ran into someone around town who resembled Barbie or a famous supermodel, he had surely dated her somewhere between preschool and college. Seth's older brother, Robert, with whom he had a bizarre competitive relationship, was the first to mention that Seth's version of his childhood differed greatly from reality. Seth's stories of his childhood leave my family baffled said Robert. He went on to explain, My parents and I are often left wondering where we were during all of these grand adventures and surfing expeditions that he boasts about. I grew up surfing, but Seth stayed in the shallow waves on a boogie board. During our marriage, Seth kept multiple surfboards in our garage, and his license plate frame was from the Surf Rider Foundation. The reality was, Seth was intimidated by the ocean and envious of his brother and cousins who did spend their days riding waves. Shortly after the encounter with Seth's brother, a mutual friend who grew up with Seth told a story which portrayed Seth as shy, studious, unpopular, and socially awkward. Instead of identifying this revelation as a red flag, I felt sorry for Seth. In my empathetic mind, It was sad that Seth was trying to impress me with these stories because in reality he was embarrassed about his imperfect, lonely childhood. His parents both worked in education and spent long hours at the school, leaving Seth with nannies or walking the empty school campuses alone. They did a wonderful job touting themselves as the picture-perfect family, but the reality behind the scenes was not as pretty. Seth's father is as narcissistic as they come, and has spent much of the marriage betting other women and using the silent treatment for weeks on end to punish his wife if she makes so much as a peep about his adulterous ways. After hearing the 94th story about Seth surfing the waves in Avila Beach, California, as an elementary school child, 
I confronted him one evening while we were on vacation in Las Vegas. My goal was to let him know that I knew the truth and that I still loved him. I couldn't listen to another story knowing they were all lies. I was physically uncomfortable each time he started to spin a new tale to impress me. Seth, I ran into Sandy Rodriguez, and I know the truth about your childhood. It's okay. I understand. Initially, Seth was defensive and became very quiet. He physically pulled away from me and looked pained. In that moment, Seth resembled a broken six-year-old boy.